Hi, I'm Arlen Walker, and I am live from Pelham's Wasteland. Today, I am going to talk about Iron Sworn. I have um, a little more experience with Iron Sworn, um, so I'm going to talk about kind of my uh, experiences with it. I played it solo for a little while, which is the first clip, and then I played it as a GM'd game, me as the GM with two players after that. So that's going to be the second clip. So um, stay tuned for both of those. So I played uh, about an hour more Ironsworn. I didn't realize at the time, but it it uh, I got much more into the flow this time. I think I was really kind of, you know, one move leads to the next move, leads to the next move. There's a little bit of... I, I feel like playing solo, you kind of have to be hard on yourself, but also there's some measure of, like, you need to, I don't know. In certain games or certain styles of play, it's implied that you, you can't just redo an action, right? If you try something, you can't just redo it. Um which interacts with the moves in an interesting way because some of the moves are explicitly you you keep doing the same move. And some of them, like, for instance, a secure an advantage, can you do that multiple times? My ruling is, well, you can't do the same thing multiple times, right? You can't buy yourself new boots over and over and keep getting momentum from having new boots. But I think within the fiction it makes sense if you are allowed to um do essentially the same thing multiple times um in order to partly because i think the game is balanced towards that especially with some of the recovery abilities that some of the recovery stuff or the the resupply stuff, it seems to me that because of the way the game is balanced, it's designed so that you make those moves a couple of times. And um, that's how you recover up to mostly full health and that you do it with a respect for the fiction. The idea is that, well, each time you have to say that you're doing something at least a little bit differently in order to do that thing over and over again. Um, but anyway, um, I ended up ruling for myself that yes, I'm allowed to do the same move technically over and over again. If it's different within the fiction, that was my kind of final decision. Um, I also, so Ironsworn Lodestar is a little kind of pamphlet that has all of the critical information in it. Um, that's like 30 pages instead of the full 270 pages. Doesn't have any of the bestiary stuff. Doesn't have any of the GM advice or player advice sections. Um, only has the kind of summaries of the moves and not like the full information for like when this is supposed to be used and all that sort of stuff. Um, but totally playable with just the Lodestar book. Um, Iron Sworn Lodestar... Uh, it has, in addition, a set of more heroic stats. Um, 
that instead of doing three, two, two, one, one for the five stats, you can do four, three, three, two, two for the five stats. And I decided I'd try that out. And I don't know if it was that or the fact that I was doing stuff that my character was better at, but I felt much more capable this time. Uh, this time around, there were a lot more strong hits and a lot more weak hits than misses. Um, it didn't feel like I was relying on the luck of the dice quite so much. Didn't feel quite as incompetent in some ways as, especially I feel like within the kind of, in the sense of creating narrative, it doesn't make sense to have some of those failures be quite as likely as they are. Um, that, you know, when you first, when you're starting out on your first vow to get a miss on the very first swear and iron vow um, move, basically, and it says, oh, well, you could abandon this vow. And that's just, that's silly. This is your inciting incident to become a hero. Um, but I had a lot of fun. I mean, like I said, I played for an hour or more without really noticing the time, not really um, speaking out loud at all, just kind of in my head saying, okay, here's what I need to do next. Here's what is the situation is going on, all of that sort of stuff. Um, and I think Ironsworn would be a lot of fun to play with some other people too. Um, it's really cool that you can play it solo, although I think it would be fun to play with other people. But yeah, it uh, to tell you a bit about the story that happened, my character, um, like Nier, had been sent off into the the wilderness, essentially, um, to go to a place called Esuberg. And Esuberg had a problem where a nearby forest was full of elves. And so my character went in and slew the elf chieftain and drove them off. Um, drove the clan off and then got back to town and found out, oops, that wasn't quite the full things weren't entirely dealt with like that. Basically a weak hit on the progress roll. And so said, okay, well, surely what that means is that I need to go finish off this clan of elves as they flee and kind of make sure that they don't come back with greater numbers to, make a bigger problem for, for uh, S.U. Berg. And so my character went off and did that. Um, and it was a lot of fun. Had a couple of a couple of exciting fights, a couple of close calls. It turns out it's not that easy to, especially with the better stats, it's not that easy to actually get um, horribly wounded or, or um, all that sort of stuff. And I think even with the weaker stats, I would have done all right. Because my best stat originally was iron, which is basically your your um, strength and con rolled into one from D and D. It's you know how tough you are and how good you are in a fight and all that sort of stuff. Um, anyway, the negative momentum buildup would be a problem in that case. But momentum, I can't decide if it's doing enough. Um, I feel like with bigger stats, it's not as useful because you don't need momentum to to turn unfortunate rolls positive. Um, so I don't know. That's kind of a a thing. 
I don't know. It, it, I'm not sure how useful it feels like the momentum is a little less useful with the higher stats, which is kind of unfortunate, but that's okay. Um, it's still kind of nice to have, and it's a nice, I feel like it's a good, good to have as a sort of like fluctuating resource that just represents generally how you're doing, even if it doesn't have a great mechanical benefit, because it just gives you another indicator of how things are going in your um, adventure. So that's pretty cool. I, I think I would like the momentum just fine if it didn't have any mechanical thing. And to say that, well, it doesn't have as much of a mechanical thing with these higher stats. Although I say that it will definitely still be more useful when I roll those low stats. So I think it's um, shadow and edge are my twos edge being kind of like dexterity it's both your your ranged combat stat and your sort of nimbleness um and then shadow is kind of like stealth and skullduggery and deception and all of that sort of stuff rolled into one um so yeah it's uh it was a lot of fun um that's that's my biggest takeaway is that iron sworn even playing solo without a GM, with just the oracles, with just me playing basically by myself, it was a lot of fun to play through this this kind of story of this monster hunter, Lightnir. Um, I'm kind of sorry that I didn't record it now that I've done it, but um, it would have been easy for the recording to drag on since I didn't notice how long I had been playing for. Um, although it might be good good to record it to force myself to talk out loud about what's going on and not kind of cut corners or cheat things or anything like that. So yeah, I don't know. Um, be interesting to see how it plays with a group as well. I think, um, it'd be, it'd be kind of a, I could see it not working quite as well with a group as it does with solo play just because of the, the kind of funky um, initiative sort of thing. There's no like hard and fast rule for, well, there is sort of a hard and fast rule for initiative, but it's basically which side has initiative. Um, and so, and a lot of the moves lead into each other and all that sort of stuff. So it, it seems like, maybe with one player or a small group seems like it would get unwieldy pretty quickly with a large group of players, but maybe with a, a small group of players, it would be, it would be good. Yeah. I don't know. I'm going to think about it. Maybe even try it with a, a small group of players. Um, or with, with like one player. So, um, yeah, that's that's kind of the end of my thoughts after a second session of Iron Sworn. I've now played Iron Sworn for like an hour and a half, and uh, it's pretty fun. Totally picked it up within that time. It's you know, there's definitely more to master about the game, but I've feel like I've got a solid handle on it. I've got a great sense of kind of the the natural flow of the events and the circumstances and all of that sort of stuff. So, um, yeah, that's, uh, that's it. That's the, 
the whole thing for Ironsworn for right now. Um, maybe I'll do maybe I'll do a little more Ironsworn actual play um, now that I've gotten a little further into the story, or maybe with a new character even. Um, now that I've got a bit of a stronger sense of how it plays, we'll see. Um, we'll see if I can't get it to to work better or to to go a little more smoothly in an actual play because I think that's the the big thing is you want it to go smoothly and kind of cleanly and and to to flow really well um, which is not necessarily easy to do when you're just talking to yourself um, but I felt like I was kind of in the zone on this round so yeah i don't know we'll see we'll see you'll probably know because if this episode is like 40 minutes long that probably means that there's some iron sworn actual play content but i am recording this before doing that so all right cutting it off here so in addition to playing iron sworn by myself i also got a chance to gm it for two guys um which worked all right um the thing is that the GM role, or um, especially in this case, and I suspect in most cases with Ironsworn, the GM isn't that necessary. I was mostly there doing kind of rules arbitration rather than kind of leading through something that was prepared because we were coming up with our own stuff the whole time. Right, everybody was coming up with, oh, well, this is the situation. This is the the community. This is the thing that's going on for my character based on my role, the way that you do with solo play. So, um, yeah, it was kind of interesting to play because of it, because of how well it works for solo play. It kind of felt like the GM role wasn't as necessary that I, I could have been, for instance, playing my own character and just be uh, sort of involved with the story as a character too. And we could have played essentially the, the solo way just with multiple people to suggest things. So I don't know. It's, it's interesting. Um, I, it also, so there was a little bit of a, a, not an issue, but one of the guys was much more into kind of story games and all of that sort of indie game, odd die rolling, that sort of thing than one of the other guys. So that made it a little, um, I, I thought I was clear to both of them, but apparently was not clear to the one who was not as interested in story gamey type stuff. So, you know. It was all right. It was an okay session, not likely to go down as one of the best, but um, it was still still pretty fun. And Ironsworn is still a really good game. Um, I would just say Ironsworn is so well-built to be played without a GM that you don't even really need a GM, even with playing with multiple people. You could totally play Ironsworn with like three players playing cooperatively instead of two players and a GM like we did. Um, so yeah, that's kind of my thoughts on Iron Sworn with the GM.
So anyway, that's the whole thing. That's the whole episode. Uh, yeah, just a little bit more about Ironsworn. It's a really good game. It's um, It works. I kind of prefer playing with the slightly higher stats um, than the ones that are in Ironsworn Lodestar as opposed to the ones that are in the, the core book. But, you know, that's okay. It's still real good. And you're playing solo, so you can tinker with it however you want. You could play with whatever stat you felt like. You could change the dice that you were using, you know? Turn the challenge dice into something higher if you wanted more randomness. Do, like, you know, D12 challenge dice and have an action die be a D8 or something. I don't know. That's just an idea. But that's it for me on Ironsworn for right now. Hope you enjoyed. I've been Arlen Walker. I've been live from Pelham's Wasteland, and I will see you next time. Take care, everybody.